Hello and welcome to Agile at Lundbeck. We've all heard about Agile, but what exactly is it? On Agile at Lundbeck, we ask various stakeholders to give their take on your questions about Agile. So you understand it, form and inform your own opinions, and maybe even implement it when it makes sense. I'm Mette Michael, And I'm Christine Jensen, and we're your hosts on Agile at Lundbeck. Hello, and welcome back to the Agile at Lundbeck podcast. It's been a while since we sent out our last episode, and I can tell you that was not part of the original plan, but it's been busy times and a lot has happened. But now we're here and we look forward to this episode. So this episode is a special episode for two reasons. First of all, today we have the entire Agile Center team around the table. And I've been looking forward to it. Around the table, we are Kirstine, Rege, Jörn, Michael, and myself. My name is Mette. And the second reason why this is a special episode is because it is the Agile Podcast's one-year birthday. So what better opportunity to look at what we have achieved and what has been happening in this past 12 months. So in this podcast, you will hear more about the learnings and the outcomes from 22. So what are the impacts we see from the projects where we have been using the agile ways of working? And we'll also talk about some of the agile aspects that are included in the updated version of Constellation and give you a sneak peek to a focus area that you'll hear more about in the coming month. And that is the agile mindset and servant leadership theme. And then towards the end, we will share with you how you can get closer to the Agile Center for Inspirational Learning. But before we dive into these topics, maybe it's just worth recapping why we at Lundbeck are interested in Agile ways of working and an Agile mindset. So, Michael, will you share your thoughts on that? I will be happy to. Agile is, in short, uh, being able to respond to change. And uh, we all know that we live in a VUCA world. VUCA stands for volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. And that is definitely also the case for us at Lundberg working in pharma. We continuously face new challenges and new environments. We see changes in technologies, the competitive situation, and regulations, just to mention a few. And Lundberg is responding to these changes, but we all know it's not easy. We believe that if we have an agile mindset and use agile ways of working where you can quickly respond to change, then we as an organization increase the likelihood of succeeding in this VUCA world. So just to emphasize, we don't do agile for the sake of agile, but we do it because we believe that we get better outcomes from working this way. That was agile at a high level. We should try to take it a little bit closer and dive into some of the activities that has actually kept us busy for these past 12 months. And in order to structure it a bit, we can maybe split our activities into two categories. The first category of activities is about supporting teams in executing projects that use the agile ways of working. And the second category relates more to facilitation and structuring and developing content for meetings and offsites where the topic more often centers around behavior and culture and mindset. Now, if we look into that first category about supporting teams in project execution, what is the key to that? 
So when setting up the projects, our aim here from the Agile Center is to include all relevant functions to solve the project. We know this is not easy, but it means that we want to secure all appropriate competencies and input in the team that should lead to a higher outcome. So to maybe just shorten it, higher quality outcome is definitely one impact we see. Another impact is faster decision-making. This is often achieved by early and frequent involvement of stakeholders and users, which allows the project teams to continuously inspect and adapt as the project advances. A third impact we see is simplification. By working with open backlogs, we want to create transparency and facilitate an open dialogue around the prioritization, so it's not something that is hidden and locked down. It becomes easier for team members to work at the most important task if things are out in the open. The final impact, I think is worthwhile mentioning, is how team members feel. Once team members overcome the first frustrating period, where the agile process might seem unclear and it's also unclear what the project is trying to achieve, the feedback we get so far is how much people actually enjoy working in an agile setting and the value that they achieve together. So when team members feel they contribute in a meaningful way, they see work progress and that gives a good feeling when you can see that as part of a team, you accomplish things that make sense. Thank you, Rege. So if we should sum it up very briefly, then at a project level, we see faster decision-making, higher quality outcomes, simplification, and engaged employees. We have also done several other activities where we in the Agile Center facilitate or structure or develop content for workshops or offsites. And I know, Jörn, that you have done several of these. Will you like to share the outcome or the value from these? Definitely. The workshops and offsites are often centered around behavior, how teams collaborate and the culture and mindset of a team or a group. And why is this relevant? Because getting in alignment and how we collaborate on our objectives, on our priorities as a team, is key in securing that everyone in the team or the function pulls in the same direction. It simply makes us more effective in creating value. We always try to structure the workshops in a way whereby we secure involvement and interaction of all participants in the room. The involvement and interaction creates energy. High energy is of course not an objective in itself, but it means that the content being discussed often stick better. Thank you, Jörn. Now, that was a little bit about the two categories of activities that we support. There's no doubt that the functional area that we have a primary focus on for these activities is the R&D organization. But is that the only part of the organization we support? Maybe you, Christina, can talk a little bit about the other areas that we have had interactions with. Yes, the Agile Center has also supported projects in corporate communications, in people and organization, in business development, and in CMC. If you listeners would like to learn more about the experience and outcome of the CMC project, you can search BrainWeb for the article named A Few Agile Tools Increase Transparency and Collaboration Between Teams in CMC. We've actually also supported several commercial affiliates, including Canada, China, and most recently Spain. And when we talk about Agile, it's also relevant to mention some of the Agile activities that are not driven directly by the Agile Center, 
but where it is other teams around the organization that drive these. And that is especially relevant in the digital space where we have several teams that use the agile ways of working as their way of working in their everyday activities. So, Michael, can you mention some of these cases? Definitely. I would like to highlight global customer engagement in global strategic marketing, where we have three teams working on the Digital Lighthouse projects and our CRM system. Another example worth mentoring is in IT, where we have a team that together with colleagues from PDS collaborate to optimize production, either by reducing waste or improving yield. And if you are curious to know more about these latter teams, you can on Brainwave search for Star Wars and Agile and listen to the podcast, or you can search for the article that this Lundbeck team helps us save millions of DKK. Yeah, so a lot of things have happened around the organization. And now let's try to dive into a couple of activities. And one thing that we have worked on in 22 is the Constellation Project. And uh, Christine, you've been involved in, in that project. Can you share the essence of the project with us? Yes, sure. For those who are not familiar with Constellation, I would just like to start by mentioning that it's our guideline for how we work with drug development projects in Lundvik. If you'd like to read more about Constellation, where can you do that? There's a Constellation playbook you can find on BrainWeb that describes the principles for working in the Matrix organization. You just type in Constellation Playbook in the search bar and it should pop up. And why was the Agile Center involved in the Constellation project? In early 2022, the Constellation project team decided to follow up on the learnings after a year of working in this new way. And the Agile Center was included in that analysis with the purpose of looking into whether we in Constellation leveraged the Agile principles. We especially dived into the theme called Ways of Working. And the conclusion is that we already do a lot, but we can also do even more. It's involving stakeholders in ongoing consultation meetings, empowerment of the GBTs, and working iteratively. In the Agile Center, we have bundled this into two major topics, Agile Mindset and Servant Leadership, also known as AMSL. Yeah, we know that here in Lundbeck, we're quite fond of acronyms, but maybe we should spell it out a little bit so people will know what AMSL is. These are two topics that uh, I will just dive a little bit into. So for example, let's start with the first one, Agile Mindset. This is a way of thinking, leading, and acting that supports the ability to quickly respond to change and being able to adapt to those changes. Whereas the servant leadership is a leadership style and philosophy where an individual, no matter rank and title, interact with others to achieve authority rather than power. So being a servant leader is about setting top-down direction while at the same time giving bottom-up empowerment. So why is it important for Lundbeck to focus on these two topics? We believe that focusing on increasing an agile mindset and also exploring the philosophy behind servant leadership across the organization will support Lundbeck in becoming number one in brain health. For example, by being able to experiment, daring to fail in experimenting and becoming better at teaming up across the organization. And how will we increase the focus on that? I think it's important to remember that we already have here in Lundbeck a lot of leaders and employees around the organization that have an agile mindset and who are already practicing a servant leadership. So it's not a new phenomenon. But to broaden it, 
and work with it. We have created AMSL, Agile Mindset and Servant Leadership, in a more structured manner. So our aim is to first increase the focus for the leadership layer of those working in the matrix organization, that meaning R&D, strategic marketing, and CMC. And from there, our goal is to broaden the knowledge and understanding out into the rest of the organization. So why is it important to start with leadership? This has been a really interesting discussion. We need to have an organization where there is support from the leadership team if the organization wishes to move from one place to another. And though we have seen that minor grassroots experiments across the different areas of Lundbeck has proven to be quite successful, we also know that in order to flourish and grow, leadership needs to understand and embrace that those experiments are happening. So that's why we will be entering into a development program for leaders to begin with. But we, of course, also have to remember that the agile mindset and servant leadership should be present throughout the organization. For example, empowerment of a team comes with accountability and an organizational awareness. So that is also something we would like to discuss around in the organization. Well, super interesting, Rege, and we look forward to diving into this in the coming months. And maybe this is a good time to mention good news that was announced on Brainwave this fall. The Agile Center is now a part of people and organization. We believe this change comes with several strengths and opportunities. First, we are now part of a bigger muscle in Lundbeck. This makes it even easier to team up with our colleagues from the people development team and other process owners in P&O to identify the areas where it makes sense to integrate the Agile approaches globally in Lundbeck. And secondly, P&O interacts with the entire organizations and holds a lot of experience and culture that we can benefit from. So we see a great advantage in the fact that we now combine the Agile Center with the global established processes, tools, and programs. In the beginning of the podcast, we promised that we would share how you can get closer to the Agile networks for inspiration and learnings. And Jörn, will you shed some light on these networks? Yes. Here at Lundbeck, we have two networks. We have the broader Agile community and the Agile Practitioners Network. The Agile broader community is, as the name indicates, for a broad audience of colleagues curious about learning and sharing knowledge related to Agile and the journey here at Lundbeck. The network meets approximately every month or two and is open to everyone. And so if any of you listeners would like to join the network or want to know more, please reach out to us at the Agile Center and we will make sure you are added to the invitation list. The second Agile network is the Agile Practitioners Network. This network consists of colleagues committed to an organizational culture change and who are supporting Agile ways of working in practical terms. For instance, Scrum Masters. The network convenes once per month. The purpose of the Agile Practitioners Network is threefold. One, support the practitioners in their personal Agile development by providing a space for inspiration and knowledge sharing. Or two, ensure that the Agile Practitioners act and communicate aligned. And finally, co-create how Agile methodologies are implemented fit for purpose to ensure that the structures promote value creation and avoid overcomplicating things. And in any event, in case you are curious to know more, you can always reach out or you can find our brain web page that among others includes a library and our podcast where you can get inspiration. Thanks, Jan. 
And I think this is a good place to end the podcast where we have recapped on some of the learnings and outcomes of the past year, running projects and looking into uh, the agile mindset and servant leadership that will be a theme that continues into 23. And we also gave everybody an invitation to join our broader Agile network for more inspiration about Agile and what is going on in the organization. But with that, thank you from the team. 